Hello, and welcome back to Dr. Quackers, and today we're going to be reviewing Sex Education Season 1. The third season for this show comes out on September 17th, so I decided to go back and rewatch the first two seasons. The best way to describe the show is if Big Mouth had good writing. It talks about a lot of subjects that have to do with sex, puberty, STIs, sexual orientation, and relationships, and other hot topic conversations like abortion and stuff like that. However, it separates itself by the way the story plays itself out. Otis, the main character, is an amateur sex therapist for the other students in his high school. Most of the school is a pretty sexually repressed curriculum, uh, which is why Otis is able to run this quote-unquote sex clinic created by him and the other main character, Maeve. That's what drives the show. It's great characters. Otis is an emotionally and sexually stunted teenager that is trying to get a hold of it, Eric is Otis's best friend, who is a first-generation immigrant from Africa, and is homosexual, likes to wear makeup, and wears very flashy clothes, and is trying to find a way to fit in into society. Maeve is a very intelligent girl that has been abandoned by her family and is forced to take care of herself, while everyone calls her horrible things and spread rumors about her, like calling her cockbiter and all these things, or that she had an orgy and she let seven guys have sex with her one night right after one, right after each other, and stuff like that. Uh, Jackson, uh, he, he's not one of the huge characters in the show, but he is a big part of this first season. Jackson, being the school's top athlete, he's a swimmer, and is made his friends with benefits and has to deal uh, with the stress that he's put under by by himself, the school, and his uh, one of his mothers, because he's raised by two uh, women. It's a really great show, and the characters are fantastic. And there's a few other characters that pop up in between, like uh, Mr. Groff and Pete Groff, uh, he, the son. Sorry, not Pete, that's a different character, but uh, there's the son of the headmaster, and he's the bully um, for Eric, and he calls him a tromboner because one time he played the trumpet, or sorry, the trombone, and he got a boner on stage while he was doing it, so now a lot of people call him tromboner. And uh, yeah, it turns out throughout, so as the show goes on, there's a twist in here uh, with those two characters. I don't want to say it because it's just such a good twist that I. Um, I would I prefer if you just watch it and see it for yourself. But it's one of my favorite character arcs in a show, at least of the last 10 years uh, for those two. It's just one of my favorites. Just the way it plays out, and it perfectly fits um, the reasoning, and it explains a lot of the actions that uh, his bully takes. But yeah, it's great. Uh, Otis is... I really love his character. Uh, I, he's not the super relatable one to me, um, but I could see why so many people would. Um, he, he, due to his mother being a sex therapist, same with his father, and they're both very sexually aware. I guess that's the best way to describe them. Uh, in the way that his mother parents him, because his father's not around, he lives in America. They divorced when he was a kid after seeing his father uh, have sex with another woman when he was like eight. So it's. There's a scene where he tries to have sex in the season, but he gets like Vietnam flashbacks. He, he starts to like shut down and get an anxiety attack after he uh, remembers like what his dad was doing. And it, that's, that's part of the reason why he's so sexually stunted is due to his parents. And I think that's what's one of the more interesting elements is how parents and family can affect someone even in, even in this, uh, the subject of sex and how that shapes you as a person. The way that you express yourself can also uh, severely stunt you uh, in other elements, such as like being able to sexually perform, who your partners are, 
and the way that you like kinks and stuff like that. And I think that's what's more interesting, which is why I say it's big mouth or better writing, because it's very obvious that the writers of the show have a very strong, have a very strong understanding of humanity and the psychology around sex and them being able to understand it. And yeah, you can just tell by the way they talk about it, uh, the vocabulary they use. And that's why I think it's more interesting. I've, um, I'm a duck who's pretty open about sexual activity. Uh, I was raised in a household that it was very open about. So like questions always be answered. So if you have any questions about anything, come and ask me and we'll give you an honest answer stuff like that. And I think that's why I'm not so, um, closed off in terms of like those ideas and being able to talk about them. Um, I think it's important for people to do that. So that's why I think I really appreciate this show. It's very open about that. Um, but yeah, it's great. And <laughs> watching Otis, uh, due to the fact that his, pa- uh, his family is so, uh, sexually intelligent. And so he is able to basically, uh, <laughs> fake it to you, uh, to you break it, uh, in terms of being a therapist. So, He's like a, a faux therapist for a lot of people, and he's slowly learning how to, you know, become more confident in building the character he is by the end of the season uh, through helping people with their sexual problems, whether if they think they have an STI or they can't get a boner or they can't orgasm, stuff like that. Uh, it's just pretty interesting in the way that he figures out. He's like, why am I so good at helping other people's problems, but I can't do it for myself? And his friends point that out to him. Even Maeve points that out to him. And I also really enjoy Maeve. I really enjoy this actress. I think the character is really good. And I love uh, the way that they show uh, how she's able to take care of herself and the way that she's a strong person without needing anybody, even though she does eventually. She, Everyone needs help. No one can just survive on their own. I don't care who you are. At, some, at one point or another, you're going to need help. And I loved, love watching the friendship grow between her and Otis especially during when she has to get an abortion spoiler alert but it's like right at the beginning of the show so not a huge spoiler but um yeah I think that's they they approached it at a much higher a much better way of approaching the subject of abortion those shows just kind of use it to throw it in there like look we're we're controversial but I think this one tells a much better story because they show uh, the different sides of abortion, and they even have like a whole part of the sh- of that episode where you see protesters of the uh, of abortion outside the clinic, and Otis having to deal with them. Uh, even they have sexual problems, and I just like the way that they show the dichotomy of that of that problem. Uh, but yeah, sister, great character. Uh, to me, the most relatable character is Jackson, uh, just because I see more, I see myself more in the character than any of the other ones. Um, but yeah, he's a, he's a top swimmer, and his, there's a lot of pressure put on him, especially that of him needing to succeed and being able to, you know, get a scholarship and stuff like that, and that his whole life revolves around swimming and getting better at swimming. And if he doesn't get better, he's, he's kind of just scolded, and he's afraid that he'll be thrown aside, and his, uh, his mother's relationship um, very much hangs on us. He feels, though, very much hangs on the thread of him succeeding because that's where a lot of the arguments come from is his mom arguing with the other mom. But yeah, I, and also him, uh, the anxiety he puts on, he talks about how he's been taking anxiety medication since he was 12 years old, um, stuff like that. And he actually like, harms himself at one point because he just wants to have a break from all of the stress that he's put under through swimming. And a 
lot of people take advantage of him due to uh, how great of an athlete he is. So, yeah, I just really enjoy his arc. I mean, I think Eric is definitely uh, the emotional anchor of the show. He very much is the most emotional character, and he very much represents a lot what a lot of people want in high school, especially around that age, the wanting acceptance. I love the arc between him and his father. His father just wanting what's best for him and wanting him to be safe um, due to the fact that they are black and they're in uh, they're in the UK by the way this is a British show um, yeah and I, I like some British television not all of it but yeah this is pretty good but anyway not important <laughs> so yeah his father just wants him to be safe and you know protected he doesn't he's afraid of his son taking risks like wearing you know all this makeup and wearing high heels and wearing bright clothing or dressing uh dressing in uh i believe he can still say cross-dressing if i, I don't if i'm wrong about the terminology if we're not let's say that anymore but he dresses up as hedwig from hedwig and the angry inch and for those of you who know what that movie is it's a very popular movie with the lgbtq community it's about a uh, transgender who gets uh sex change surgery and it goes wrong, and there's still a little bit uh, of his penis left, and that's the angry inch. And it's essentially the plot of the movie, uh, or just a small snippet, so you just get some context for the story. Um, but yeah, it's, it's his birthday, and him and Otis always dress up as Hedwig to go see the movie. And o- Otis gets, you know, distracted and all that stuff, and he ends up not, uh, not going with him. So you see him get robbed, you see his, get, uh, his coat get stolen his phone and his wallet and then on his way home he then gets mugged and he gets beaten up by a bunch of uh, ignorant people is the best way to describe them uh, because he, they initially start flirting with him and until they realize that it's a it's a dude uh, so they then they uh, take it out on him and I think that's one of the stronger uh, emotional beats of the, sh- of the season and I really enjoy it and I also love how you actually get a significant change and I like it. it's more of a, a visual change and they don't just tell you, like, I've changed since the beginning of the show. So the first scene you get in the show is Otis trying to masturbate, and then he just can't. Um, and then in the last scene of the season, he masturbates in orgasm. So that's, that's how it closes, him coming. <laughs> and, yeah, that's I like, this is the kind of emotional growth I could get behind in the show. Uh, the soundtrack is surprisingly, it's a surprising welcome. It has a good mix of different genres of music. Classic rock, pop, punk rock, and electronic, and a couple others. Uh, they add a great layer of character to scenes and interactions. Uh, my favorite being when Otis and Lily try to have sex with one of the other characters. Uh, she's a minor character, that's why I don't really talk about her as much. But uh, she wants to have sex because she's writing a uh, erotic comic book. And she's trying to describe what it's like to have sex and like, you know, a penis going into a vagina, and she's like, I don't know how to write this, because I don't know what it feels like, so she's just trying to find someone to have sex with, and then she tries to have sex with Otis, and Otis tries to, like, puts on, like, David Bowie and, like, some classic rock, and she then changes it to electronic to show that they're not mixing well, this is not going well, um, as I said previously, you know, ends up having a panic attack anyway, and that's what but yeah, I really enjoy the show, and I, I think there's a great level of humor to it. I love the, I love the dialogue. Um, I love the characters. I think all of them have great stories to be told, even if 
Like, if you take one character out, I don't think the show would work as well. You needed all, all those individual people to make it work. And there's some other, you know, story parts. I like Jakob and the, uh, the relationship with Otis's mother. Um, I think that's really strong. And then Ola eventually gets involved with Otis towards the end of the season, who is Jakob's daughter. So him having to deal with the fact that his mother is dating his girlfriend's dad, that's another big part of it. So, yeah, it's just a really good, tight show. And I know... You know, like teenage dramas are a little, you know, overdone, but I think this one is a lot better than most of those due to the fact that it actually addresses the problems that it doesn't just constantly repeat all the beats of every show on television when it comes to teenagers. Like shows like Riverdale and all that shit. I think this one works a lot better than those. So yeah, um, I'm going to give this season an 8 out of 10. Uh, there are some, you know, a few cliche things that, because I mean, it's not a super original idea to do stuff with teenagers, but it's something that gets obnoxious and doesn't get in the way of the show, so it's still a really great season. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed today's review. If you enjoyed this review, uh, I highly appreciate it. You can go give my other reviews a listen. Uh, if you want to reach out to me, I'm on Instagram page, Dr. Packers Movie Reviews. I talk about things we understand we talk about in here, like stand-up comedy, video games, other parts of pop culture you wouldn't hear me do talk about in a movie review or a TV show review. Um, so yeah. I highly appreciate it. And if you'd like to help support this podcast, please give a listen to my Viking fitness ad. Um, there is a discount code on there. So please highly think about it. Thank you. If the last two years have taught us anything, it's the importance of health. Being physically fit is key in overall health. Regular exercise and smart eating build the framework for a strong body with a powerful immune system. Now is the time. Viking Fitness can show you the way to a fit and healthy body. No gimmicks and no crash diets. Your custom designed fitness plan is based on science and good old-fashioned hard work. Go to vikingfitnessnh.com or call 603 today for a free consultation. Mention Dr. Quackers and get 10% off your custom plan. Pure results, no bullshit. VikingFitnessNH.com Thank you.